In this bonus episode, I'm chatting about the upcoming See Here Now Festival coming to Asbury Park, New Jersey this September. Welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast, where we talk all things music. I'm your host, Jeanette Kimsel, blogger and music enthusiast. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette Kimsel. For those of you just joining us, this is the podcast where I talk about different musicians and how their music affects me, and then I play a track of theirs for you to listen to. However, today I'm doing something different. It's another bonus episode. And what sparked this whole, um, just I guess, inspiration for this episode is the See Here Now Festival that's coming to Asbury Park this September. And for anyone who's not familiar with the festival, um, basically, um, so, you know, Asbury Park, I would say is maybe it's, it's, it could be better known for people who are Bruce Springsteen fans, Gaslight Anthem fans. Um, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big music and arts town. A lot of musicians play here, come from here. So it's no, it's no surprise that, you know, there's a music festival that's happening here. And it actually started back in, 2018. Um, that was the inaugural event that had happened. Um, and it's, it's a neat thing, you know, it's, it's music, it's surfing, it's environmental awareness. That first year the festival launched had featured Blondie, Social Distortion, Incubus, Jack Johnson, Ben Harper, Kaleo, Brandy Carlisle, Soja, Frank Turner, The Whalers, and Preservation Hall Jazz Band. And then the festival continued annually, with the exception of 2020 due to COVID pandemic, of course. And then last year, the headliners were Green Day and Stevie Nicks. And the festival also features a lot of, like, local Asbury acts in New Jersey and, you know, a lot of, like, up and coming and just, you know, it's a great place to find new music if you're interested in, like, looking for new artists. You know, it seems to be getting bigger and bigger with each year, which is, you know, also really great and also annoying probably to some of the residents there. I know... Every year when the festival starts to take off, they like they shut down the north end of the boardwalk and then people get really agitated. I mean, the one good thing is that they do it in September after the season is ended. So, you know, I think if they did it, there's no way that they could do it in the summer because it would just be it would just be pandemonium. I remember the one year when um, it was the MTV Music Awards and I think the Jonas Brothers, they had put up a stage for them to play there and that was like so ridiculous because it was a Sunday in August and there were people who wanted to like, you know, line up and see the show. And then there were people there for the beach and hanging out. And it was just, it was pandemonium. So like if they ever did a music festival, like there's no way it could be done in the summer. It would just be a bad idea. I had gone to the 2019 festival. I don't remember why. I think I wanted to go to 2018 and then we like just didn't get tickets right away. And then they were gone. And it was kind of sad because there were a lot of good bands. And I remember thinking this was the first time that, you know, Asbury was having the festival and it was, and it's the first festival that they've had in a while. I think the last thing that they did on the beach like that was the 2012 Bamboozle Festival. So we got to go in 2019 and also went in 2021. I don't think we got tickets to 2020, but then because of COVID, everything kind of, I think people had sold back their tickets and then we got tickets to last year's show. I remember a lot of people grumbling about the lineup last year. They were complaining because nobody wanted to see Stevie Nicks and people were like not really into like Green Day. I remember I had a, a, a lot of people I knew who were like, I'm not going to that. It's not worth it. It's not that great. We went. I, I, I had a good time. I thought, you know, it was fun. The weather was wonderful. 
we got to see new bands. You know, we we discovered that band Idols and Wet Leg. And another thing that people seem to be pissed off about about the festival last year was that the tickets went on sale before the lineup was announced. And so by the time the lineup was announced, I think tickets had gone up in price and everybody was like kind of ticked off. They were ticked off because either they didn't like the lineup or because the tickets went on sale before the lineup was announced. And then by the time they wanted to get tickets because they were a fan, the tickets were like too expensive. So for us, it was easy because it's literally like 10 minutes from where we live. And, you know, we were thinking like we wanted to support the town. We wanted to like go and see some music and we thought it would be fun. And also the great thing about this festival is that you can leave and come back. So like if you want to get food on the boardwalk, you want to go home, you want to go back to your hotel, if you are close enough, you know, you have that option to leave and come back. So that's a really nice feature of this, this festival. And we were kind of like, you know, even though it was kind of up in the air, we're kind of like, we didn't know, you know, we weren't committing to like so many things that last year that we were able to like get it. And then also we were like worried about the ticket prices getting too expensive. And it's also like, you know, that element of surprise. Cause we're like, who was going to be at the festival? We didn't know. And then I was still like happy with the, with the results. And I think, you know, it, it's a nice time. It's, it's getting bigger and bigger each year. And then this year, what they did was they actually announced the festival lineup before tickets went on sale. And I'm curious to know if ticket prices were not that great last year, doing it the other way, like, you know, if they didn't get a lot of ticket sales right out of the gate, but in a way it would, you know, it would probably benefit them more because if people don't buy tickets until the, the, the ticket prices go up in that, like, cause they have that whole tiered system where it starts like, it's going to be this price this day for so many days and then it's going to go up by $20 and then it's going to keep going and then there'll be a final price. And I wonder if that made more money or less money than announcing the lineup first and then putting tickets on sale. Probably the latter because you think about people who are fans of like specific bands that are going to be at festivals, they're totally in no matter what. They're like, I'm going to go see this band. I'm going I'm going to try and get tickets and it's going to be awesome and that's probably a good way to go. And I think that's also a, a way to appease people because you keep hearing all these people complaining about these other festivals who are like putting tickets out and they're not announcing the lineup yet. So the lineup was announced last Tuesday and it was pandemonium. It seemed like the tickets sold out and I think like less than four hours because everyone... It's so funny to think when you think about like the whole entire country, maybe even other countries. And it's funny because I was looking at the uh, social media page of the festival and people were posting. There was someone who was like, is Asbury in Florida? They had to map it out. And I think it's great that it's giving Asbury this exposure and it's getting the festival on the map. And, and having bigger artists is drawing in a crowd and people come from other places. And it, it hopefully will put a lot of money back into the city. And, you know, that's why we wanted to support it. And we were thinking of going even without knowing the lineup like we did last year, because we were just like, you know, you can get them at a cheap price in the beginning and you can go for the weekend and we can ride our bikes there. And it's just a nice it's just a nice time. And just going back to talk a little bit more about the festival. So basically, this is two days of music. There's about more than I think there were like 15 bands each day on what I counted. It said the, the website says more than 25 bands. Two, there's three stages. There's two of the stages are on the on the actual sand. So you can kind of just sit and listen or you can like go back and forth. Then there's a third stage over on the grassy area. There's like a little park grassy area and it has enough room where, you know, you're not hearing overlapping music. It's big enough 
but it's not too big. And also the nice thing is that if you have to get home at a certain time, you can't stay out too late. They have noise ordinances, which keep them from being able to play music after I think 11 or 10 o'clock. So you can go and it's like not too long of a day. And then there's also late night shows that they have at like different venues in the city. So if you do want to stay out late and see other music, I don't think those have been announced yet. So there's a lot going on that weekend. When I saw the lineup announced this year, I was really surprised. I thought I was like, wow, this is this is kind of a big one. And and the price wasn't bad either. I think one ticket general admission was like 200. It was under 300 for that for sure. And the only downside was that there were like $70 in fees because the company is owned by Ticketmaster. And then there was also another fee for like having the ticket shipped to you. So that's annoying, but it was kind of expected. I mean, I was I was a little annoyed at the $70 fee for the tickets because, you know, it, it wound up being, I think, like $500 for two general admission tickets. But you could also pay that going to see one band. So you're getting a little bit more for your money. And depending on if you have to travel or lodge, you know, that can also be another expense. So it could get expensive, but you do get a lot of artistry for that price. And this is a cheaper price I've seen for a two-day festival. Headlining the festival this year are The Killers and Foo Fighters. Other top-billed acts include Greta Van Fleet, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, Weezer, Revolution, and Mount Joy. Some other celebrated acts to see are The Breeders, Living Color, The Beach Boys, Tegan and Sarah, and Cheryl Crow. While you may not know some of the names on the lineup, a lot of these artists are aficionados in the music industry, including Otel Burbridge and Corey Wong. I myself was not so familiar with a lot of the artists on this lineup, but after digging into the interwebs, I found a lot of them are quite popular and renowned acts. While the big names are what bring in the crowds, I always enjoy finding new music at festivals, and I've been scouring the internet listening to the other bands that will be on the bill. I got so excited last week when the news of the festival hit that I sat for hours just listening to all this music and picking out bands that I want to see at the festival, even though it's not until September. Oh, well, I'll be well prepared. I remember when we used to go to music festivals and Lollapalooza, we would make Excel spreadsheets because we wanted to see all these bands. We had to fit it into the time we were going to be there. And we'd say, okay, we're going to spend 15 minutes here and then 15 minutes there. And it was really a big festival. And I remember getting from one side of the park to the other took so long. Luckily, that's not the case with See Here Now. There's enough time to get where you want to go and see the bands you want to see. It's a good-sized festival. Not too big, not too small. Just going back to the music that's going to be there, here's a little bit of a breakdown of the bands that will be playing. So first up is uh, Snack Time, and they were a band that was created out of necessity at the height of covid performing free shows in Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia and quickly amassing local notoriety. They have this soul-energizing street performances. It's a seven-piece brass-heavy band. They boast positivity and have a really nice upbeat sound that just kind of puts a smile on your face. I listened to some of the music on their website. They are a band that should be on your list if you're going to see here now. Another local artist that is someone to check out is Quincy Mumford. This is an Asbury Park-based singer-songwriter with a sound described as soul meets funk meets rock and R&B. I'm digging his new song, Major Love. It's got a lot of different elements to it. It's, you know, it's got this um, techno vibe, but also very kind of like a little bit of 
pop rocky um, influence in it. It's it's a pretty cool track. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of his music at the festival as well. Surfer Girl is another group that should be on your radar. They are described as a beach pop band making wavy tunes. And their latest track, Sunrise, which I listen to online, has this soothing reggae sound that will make for really fun music listening at the shoreline. Yon Mower is another Asbury Park, New Jersey band. Their Bandcamp page describes them as a fuzzed out doom pop outfit. To me, it evokes the best of like 90s rock pop bands. Their one song, Elevation, gives me sounds that make me think of the Gin Blossoms. So they're someone, another band to definitely check out at the festival. If you're looking for some trippy psychedelic sounds, then the Australian band Babe Rainbow will be right up your alley. They have a sound that will make you want to sway along with the ocean breezes. Bob Moses is another act that has an interesting sound. The Brooklyn by way of Vancouver duo Tom Howie and Jimmy Valance have created something that's been called post-club. This appealing sound merges Valance's Berlin-style techno with Howie's singer-songwriting style. They meld guitars with electronica hooks that make for a dance party that is this delicate balance of pop rock and club music. It has been said to have a sound that would appeal to rock fans and club goers alike. I listened to a couple of their tracks and I was definitely intrigued to hear more. Stefan Sanchez is a Nashville-based musician who gained popularity on TikTok. I listened to a few of his songs and was taken with his old school 50s and 60s crooning rock melodies. I would say check out his latest track, Evangeline. Another artist that piqued my interest was Royal Blood. And if you're a rock fan, they're definitely someone to check out. They have this hard-hitting sound that is reminiscent of the Black Keys. They've also said to be compared to the White Stripes. Taj Sultana is an Australian gender-fluid, multi-instrumentalist, singer-songwriter, producer, and engineer. I loved her finger-snapping, easy-listening music. It had these bubbly and entertaining melodies that are guitar-focused and this lovely pop sound. Her music is only surpassed by her soothing vocals. She has been compared to artists like Billie Eilish. If you're looking for an infectious and heartfelt time, check out Alexander Simone and Who That. The Asbury Park group headed by Alexander Simone, the grandson to singer Nina Simone, the band had previously played the festival and are back for the 2023 event. They are a staple to the Asbury Park music scene with their moving and soulful sounds. Check out their latest track, Long Way to Go. Waiting on Mongo is a seven-piece power funk band hailing from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Their music transcends time with their psychedelic, funky sounds. The merging of guitar riffs and groovy horns will make you dance your cares away. Sunflower Beam is a Glenhead, New York, and Brooklyn-based rock band. They have a danceable indie rock vibe with some soulful singing that you'll definitely want to check out. New York-based Easy Star All-Stars is best known for covering popular songs in the reggae and dub style. They are a great addition to this beachy festival. Their latest is the star track Starman. Nashville-based Daniel Donato's Cosmic Country provides a little southern twang to the festival. The California by way of New Jersey-based Adam Melcher brings sweet song folk pop to the festival. He also has a neat cover of My Chemical Romance's I'm Not Okay that you can check out. The Pennsylvania rappers Joey Valance and Bray have made a name for themselves on TikTok with old-school hip-hop flows and beats that sound straight out of the 1980s. If you're a fan of early Beastie Boys, this is a group to check out. So there you have it, an overview of all the bands I digged into for this festival. I didn't go deep into detail about the bands that were well-known because people may already know about them or have heard about them. And after listening to all that music, I'm getting really excited for the festival. Now all I have to do is wait a couple months, which shouldn't be too hard because time has been flying so fast. Before you know it, it'll be September. I'd love to know what you think about the See Here Now Festival this year. 
Are you going to see the show? What do you think about the lineup? Are there any artists that you're really excited to see? You can tell me in a comment on the podcast webpage. You can also leave an audio comment at the link in the episode summary. Or if you want, feel free to email me at Jeanette at eatsleepbreathemusic.com. For more information about the See Here Now Festival, you can check out their official website, www.seeherenowfestival.com. That is S-E-A-H-E-A-R-N-O-N-F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L.com. Thanks for joining me in this bonus episode. And if you're looking for more new music, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you get the latest updates on our artist features. You can also find more music features on our website at www.eatsleepbreathemusic.com. That is E-A-T-S-L-E-E-P-B-R-E-A-T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. Thanks for listening and see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music podcast. To find new music and learn more about what we do, you can check out our website at www.eatsleepbreathemusic.com. Thank you.